Yeah, you got the pterosaur figure, and he's uh, he he's like a little pterodactyl, and you you flip his head up, and his tail and body flips down, and you know, bada bing, bada boom, he's transformed. You know, big fucking deal. <laughs> Was this as Rat Trap? Uh, this is what whatever Gotham needs it to be. <laughs> I, I don't even know what it is, but apparently, <laughs> I don't know what it is, but Gotham needs me. <laughs> People listening are like, "What? This isn't what I want. What do you? What is wrong with these two? <laughs> Unsubscribe." Too much energy. What is up, Maximals and Predheads? This is another episode of Too Much Energon, a podcast where myself and another mysterious host so uh, mysterious. talk about... So mysterious. We uh, we kind of talk about Transformers, and uh, particularly on the show Beast Wars, the 90s animated show by uh, Mainframe Entertainment. Uh, I am one of your intrepid hosts, NeoCal. And I am one of your other scintillating hosts, Christopher Siege. Christopher Siege and the Neo are reviewing the episode called Chain of Command. So if anybody listening to this is a little confused, we review the episodes in the production order. So this is episode three, which follows Beast Wars part one and two. However, yeah. the air date doesn't always line up with that. This is episode five when it comes to original air date. Yeah. So this came out September twenty fourth, nineteen ninety six, but you might have you might have watched it a, a little bit after uh, certain other episodes. But if you're if you're following along, that's that's how we're doing it. Production yep. order. Just go to the wiki, look at the um, the production order, the production code, and that's that's how we're doing it. So sorry if uh, we didn't mention it last time, but trust me, we're gonna mention it every single episode from here on out. Christopher. Yep. Chain um, of command. Yeah, chain of command. Uh, in the interest of transparency, uh, this is not the first time we've talked about this episode. And we love uh, it so much. We we made another episode <laughs> of it. Uh, much like. Um, the last two episodes, Beast Wars Part 1 and 2. Uh, we originally recorded this months ago, but uh, the as with the, the original recordings of Beast Wars Part 1 and 2, we felt the quality wasn't quite up to snuff, especially uh, to where we got in terms of, you know, uh, mic quality, uh, recording quality, editing quality, yada, yada, yada. So we've Post gone back. competency. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's probably going down. With, with oh, God. We slowly uh, become more than meets the eye as we go insane from watching Beast Wars. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, yeah, so we, we decided to go back and re-record the first few episodes uh, because, you know, we just, if you're 
just checking this show out for the first time, we uh, we want to put our best foot forward and make sure we're delivering the kind of quality content that uh, that we become world renowned for. Yes. Later on By the time you're theory. listening to this, it may be before we're world known. <laughs> For reviewing 90s Canadian uh, animation. Uh, in which case, uh, take How heed. How do you do, fellow kids? Take heed, because you are getting in on the ground floor of potential future greatness. Also, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks a lot. Well, that's been uh, this set. <laughs> well, we'll see you next week. <laughs> we'll be back next week with... Um, yeah, so anyway, so just wanted to get, uh, point that out. And now that that's out of the way, uh, chain of command. So the episode opens with, uh, Stonehenge. Shot. Yep. Well, first we, we see a shot of two moons because this is, you know, totes, not earth, bruh. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. Camera pans down now to Stonehenge. Interesting that, um, in Stonehenge, they're all the Maximals there, right? Yeah. And they're all standing like their animal counterparts. Um, but Rat Trap is standing up on his hind legs, and so is Optimus, a gorilla. He's holding something in the shape of a gun in his hand. Yeah, gorillas can be... Uh, gorillas and uh, all the other great apes uh, can be bipedal for a certain period of time. Se- semi-bipedal, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to point out that he's he's holding something in his hand, like a gun. And mm. perhaps many episodes from now, I <laughs> will bring <laughs> up uh, an observation about that. But yeah, they're uh, they're sciencing it. They're investigating Stonehenge. They're doing a science, and uh, uh, Detective Rhinox is all like, "This isn't a natural stone formation." Someone built this thing. And it's like, you don't, you don't say, bud. Glad, uh, glad Rhinox is here to, uh, to, to tell us that. Yeah, somebody give him the, um, oh, what are those Swedish science awards they give out? The uh, freaking, wow, my, my mind is blanking. The first thing that popped into my head was the Hugo Award, and I'm like, no, that's for <laughs> sci-fi writing. You know what, <laughs> Give give him the Hugo. Award. <laughs> give him the Hugo Award. It's uh, hilarious. <laughs> Why not? And uh, yeah, Rat Trap's like, I thought this planet was uninhabited, and Optimus is like, well, yeah, and something else is odd. Uh, we're getting an Energon reading underneath this pile of rocks, and in the middle of Stonehenge is this weird, like, pyramid shape, literal pile of rocks. Yeah, suspiciously pyramid-like. Oh, Nobel Prize. That's what I was trying to think of. Give uh, Rhinox the Nobel Prize and... Uh... And the Hugo Award. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> give Why him not? both. Give yeah. him an Emmy. In, while, in, while in while general, just give him, give him an Emmy. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, here they are, being animals of science. And what are they... What are they... Yeah, uh, yeah. Rat Trap. Uh, oh, I Rat forgot. Tra- Rat Trap feels kind of weird about all this. He's like, "Oh, it's like uh, bait in a mouse trap," 
And uh, yeah. Rhinox continues to reiterate that it's not a natural stone formation. <laughs> and it's like, dude, we get it. Okay. We can see it. You mean these piles of um, like cubes and rectangular like stones weren't placed like that through natural means? Yeah, I know. Like, like shocking. So Dinobot tries to. It looks uh, so I, dumb. He uses his little <laughs> Velociraptor arms to like start unpiling the whatever's underneath the rocks. Yeah, yeah. It, and it, he's like, it "We better dumb. hurry before the Predacons show up." And, and as course. if on yeah, and as if on cue, Megatron and Waspinator show up, and there's Pterosaur because those two always travel in pairs. <laughs> uh, some dramatic <laughs> rock music plays, and the flyers it certainly transform. does. <laughs> The flyers transform and start shooting at the Maximals, who go back to uh, who fall de- who fall into what uh, what may become a uh, uh, a common Maximal maneuver of hiding <laughs> behind a rock. Hey, if it works, <laughs> they got the drop drop on the Maximals and um, missed. Just did nothing but miss. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. now we know how Stonehenge was fucked up. <laughs> it was the Predacons. That's, that's a good point. Never even thought about that. They don't actually mess it up. Like they, they don't break any of the stone doorways or pillars or anything. Well, not yet, anyway. No, not yet, yeah. So uh Dinobot and Rat Trap transform and get Optimus, shot at and Optimus is scurry. like is like, oh, keep them busy or something like that. And Radtrap's like, yeah, whatever. Starts shooting at uh, Scorponok, who's standing on the uh, on top of Stonehenge. Yeah, like a boss. And yeah. for the probably the only time in the entire season, Cheetor gets the drop on Scorponok. Or sorry, no, he he often gets the drop on Scorponok. He does not often shoot Scorponok, but he gets him. Uh, he gets uh, Tarantulas, actually. No, uh, Rat Trap shoots Tarantulas, and Cheetor shot um, Scorponok. Not that it matters who shot who, but... And they give each other a thumbs up. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Not bad. I mentioned that because Cheetor seems to get the short stick in the rest of the, <laughs> the season when it comes to... Uh, doing anything with the arachnids that is true <laughs> spoilers for future episodes of too much energy on and Cheetor doesn't have a nice time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh yeah optimus takes flight like a boss yep super apes into the air uh going after the flyers uh they exchange some fire and then for whatever reason pterosaur decides to just shoot yeah. the uh the the pile of the stones. pile of stones in the middle of the uh of stonehenge and then there's like a mission impossible slow-mo <laughs> explosion with rhinox <laughs> flying towards the camera how have i not noticed that before <laughs> rhinox flying away from the uh the center where the explosion was yeah even um even megatron's like pterosaur you fool you've unleashed unleashed the crystal's energy and I'm like, he did it on purpose. Yeah. 
like quite clearly, he stopped shooting at the Maximals, turned, saw the the pile of rocks in the middle, smiled, and then shot it. Yeah, took aim and then fired and yeah. Head. <laughs> Which yeah. apparently the Predacons were only there because there was an unusual uh, Energon signature. Yeah, I mean, I find it interesting that the uh, uh, that the 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 Maximals and Predacons both took interest in Stonehenge at the same time, but <laughs> for different reasons. For different reasons. Yeah, so, that's a good point. One thing I want to point out that's uh, that you come to watching through the show in production order as opposed to broadcast order. There is some sort of story. <laughs> there, there is a there is a bit of continuity here. So in the last episode, Beast Wars Part Two, um, they they noticed Stonehenge when they were walking through that uh, that cave uh, on the way to the Energon Mountain. So they noticed yes. Stonehenge, and didn't really do anything with that information at the time. Because, you know, they had more pressing matters. But now that that's dealt with, the first order of business is to go check out Stonehenge. The scientists, damn it. Yeah, whereas, like, when you're watching this in uh, broadcast order, this is the fifth episode that that aired. So, like, I can't imagine they would have waited that long to go and check this thing out that caught their attention rewatching it later not on television when i was a kid which was the only option at the time unless you had the uh the vhs copies copies right um watching it in actual production order like makes so much more sense (laughs) rather than it just being episodic it's episodic and has an under a few underlying uh story arcs which are gratifying yeah. Yeah, it's very it's very episodic, but there are some some plot threads that run uh that run through the episodes. And uh I, I challenge any listener who is a uh a Beast Wars fan who has probably watched through the series a multitude of times before, uh probably in the order that's presented on the DVD, which is broadcast order. Try yeah. watching try watching through the show in production order. Like I've done both and I got to say like this and this is my first time going through the show in production order. You get more out of it. Yes, actually. Yeah, you're like, "Oh, that's why there's a I don't know, uh, a giant ant in this episode." <laughs> 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 or many many things. Yeah, or like Oh, the uh, the the Maximals get the drop on the Predacon base because the Predacons don't have any type of security system. Okay, so they the next episode the Predacons develop auto cannons around their base, and then the next episode the Maximals develop a sentry uh, automatic sentry system for their base. Things like, little things like that. Little things like that, but you actually see them come into play. Yeah, like when the Maximals charge the base. This episode, they don't have auto cannons. The next episode, they they do. Right, so it's it's little things, but it's it is more enjoyable. Actually, makes sense. I feel like the characters actually change rather than just seeming like their own archetype. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's much more gratifying. So, listeners, do the Listen, thing. Yeah, do the thing. <laughs> <laughs> do the thing as we do. We'll always say, if, and if you're watching along, we'll always say what the next episode will be at the mm-hmm. at the end of the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, moving onwards, um, Pterosaur and the Predacons, I think, just pieced out because there was literally no reason for them to stick around once the Energon started. Um, what's happening here? It's like, yep, they so, shot it, and so after the explosion. Their energon waves, yeah, like the pulses. Yeah, all of Stonehenge starts getting like electrified, like it almost like it's shorting out. It's like a similar effect to like the how the the transformers short out when they oh. uh, are exposed to too much energon. So he Optimus tells the Maximals to switch to beast mode. So I did prepare don't... for or an energon wave. Yeah, you know what I never noticed in a very rudimentary way like looking at it like pulsating it's kind of like a computer chip or like circuits like like almost like circuits wrapping around the middle and then going back out to to kind of like the entrance Mm. like very in in a very like rudimentary like way it's evocative yeah, and it's who knows, maybe it's built on some magic ley lines with deep bedded crystals or whatever. Some some Illuminati like like Egyptian magic. Chemtrails. Uh, speaking of <laughs> yeah, speaking of chemtrails, it shoots up into the air. There's an energy like beam from the center center. Like a giant blue like laser or plasma beam, and it just shoots off into the sky. Yeah. Into space. And it kind of curves. Like, it, it's not like just an, a straight, like, laser. It, like, curves this weird, like, plasma beam. Well, it's like the, the, the beam is going to a specific place. Like, it's not just shooting straight up. Yeah, yeah. That's what, what it kind of implies. And then Rhinox, what a shitlord. He's just drawing <laughs> at this point. That's a good uh, thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> do you see the stoned version of him where he like pops his head up and he's like mm, like I said those stones ain't natural uh yes I'm actually paused on that right now and I think I might make it the show art for this episode his eyes are like half closed <laughs> uh and again, and again he's and like, I don't he's know like, why he needs to say tell everyone this they know yeah he just wants to take credit for him. He's like, hey, like I said, does everyone remember when I said they weren't natural? Yes. You were the first one to say it, but it was obvious upon first inspection. Yeah. You were the first one to say it. You were the second one to say it. You were the f- 50th one to say it. Like, we believe dude, you. <laughs> dude, we get it. <laughs> Cheetor then asks the real questions. What in the galaxy was that? <laughs> and Rhinox, the scientist, if you haven't been paying attention, <laughs> he's like, looked like uh, a signal. <laughs> but to who? And then Optimus is like, hmm, perhaps we'll learn the answer someday. <laughs> and he looks up into the air. <laughs> that, and it's like, gee, someday. <laughs> someday, later that day. <laughs> 
So literally 20 minutes later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, literally uh, the the next shot, some kind of like portal? golden wormhole? Yeah, uh, like a transwarp portal or whatever. Yes, there you go. Up. That's what they and, call it. And a seed. And, I was going to say a golden egg, but yes. Oh yeah, a seed or an egg, like a pod of of some kind. Yeah, like comes towards the planet. I like uh, how um yeah. Optimus is sitting there um reading like his uh uh what are those little like re- his reading is kindle yeah outside at night and he sees um like a, a meteor fall i just say i i dig optimus just like chilling outside at night just reading sitting and reading in beast yeah. form <laughs> i don't i don't know if we've ever caught him doing anything like that before not the no, first I... time we reviewed it no, I, I kind of, yeah, I kind of dig it. Like, I, I wish Optimus did more things like that. Me, me too. Like, it kind of goes to show that the Maximals are, they're a little bit more than just, like, fight robots. <laughs> what it reminds me of is it reminds me of in, like, I don't know, like Wrath of Khan or something. When you see Kirk in his quarters, just like lounged back in a chair with reading glasses on, like reading Moby Dick. Yeah. Yeah, I really like little shots like that. Oh, I yeah. just pictured Optimus um, in his gorilla form, not his robot form, um, with like those little like half circle like reading glasses some people have. Yeah. Almost like Morpheus glasses. They just sit on your nose. Yeah, and I almost just pictured him just like kind of like pushing these little like spectacles up and like reading <laughs> his Kindle. <laughs> uh, that'd be great. I I bet if they weren't enemies, Optimus and Megatron uh, would probably have some words to share over uh, Cybertronian literature. <laughs> oh, Dinobot too. Dinobot's like a big ass fan of um, Earth, like ancient Earth literature as we will find out yes as we will find out he dinobot <laughs> is a fan of shakespeare and uh 19th century earth poetry and uh-huh i'm sure he he's read some sun tzu's art of war oh undoubtedly yeah um, so it's yeah but to uh to get back to the the, the falling like pod um Megatron happens to be out gate speaking of like being similar, Megatron is outside too, and he spots it. Like they yeah. don't spot it with any like sensors or scanners or anything, they just eyeball it. And uh Megatron immediately sees it and says that it's an incoming stasis pod, I think. Yeah, that's what he says. Yeah. Uh he is wrong, however. <laughs> Um, but he tells Waspinator to like, I don't know, chart a course or something. Check it out. Yeah. Go find it. Yeah. And then we cut to the maximal base and, uh, uh, Rhinox is like, Hmm, wrong profile for a stasis pod, but isn't a meteor either. Yeah. And in fact, he even has like, um, an exterior kind of like wireframe schematic of it. So it's closer in the 3D map of like that my brain has kind of made of their situation, it seems like the maximal base is much closer to where this uh, Stonehenge area is. Maybe. 
Well, they call them the standing stones. Yeah. I was going to say, like, if you recall in Beast Wars Part 2, when they ended up accidentally blowing up the Energon Mountain, like blowing right. open the Energon Mountain, uh, that was near the maximal base. It was on that little bridge that's kind of on the way to the maximal base. Yeah, that's why in my head, they went, they went north, or they went towards the mountain from there. Yeah. And they spotted it on their way to the mountain. Yeah. So I feel like um, the Predacons would have to go past the maximal base to get to the, the stones. At least that's yeah. how I've pictured it in my head. You're not past the maximal base, but it's... De- farther it, than it. I mean, farther than the max where the maximal base is. Yeah, it, it's definitely closer to the maximal base than it is the, uh, the Predacon base, for sure. And... You notice uh, before uh, Optimus even asks Rhinox where it's heading, and Rhinox tells us that it's heading for the Standing Stones, you see on Rhinox's console, it actually has like a model of Stonehenge. I saw that. Like you scanned it somehow. Yeah, and it has like a glowing like red like a pulsating like red light <laughs> right in the middle where the right in the uh, middle. Yeah. Where the uh the energon source was. Mm-hmm. So he knows what's up. And um <clears throat> for some curious reason only Optimus and Dinobot go to check it out. Yeah. And this is so perplexing to me because when they were just going there to like scientifically oh, do sorry. like do readings, right? Yep. They they were all there. But now that there is a fucking alien pod from outer space, only two of them go check it out? Doesn't that warrant uh the whole team? No? <laughs> all hands on deck, you know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, send Dinobot, the most loyal of the <laughs> the Maximals with Optimus. Yeah, a guy who's been part of the team for one week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listeners, we, we kind of like joke around with time on the show, and we act like, <laughs> because the show's week to week, we act like a week passes between each episode, <laughs> unless yep. it's specifically a two, two-parter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that 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 is a joke that I will uh I, I will regularly revisit in this series. <laughs> and unless you have like a a, cal- a production calendar of the show that we've never seen, uh we're gonna assume it's canon. There's a week between <laughs> each episode. Sometimes yep. it feels like there's more. Like do you know what I mean? Sometimes it seems like it's been months. Yeah, but I mean but what's it's been a week. Exactly is- one week between adventures. What what is time on this planet? Uh, something about clicks. <laughs> time is nano clicks and mega cycles. That's right. Which are what either one hour or ninety three hours. Oh, cycles are it. <sighs> So, oh boy, <laughs> the, 
<laughs> so the terminology for Transformers is different depending on what you're watching. Mm. With Beast Wars, um, I think a cycle is approximately like one hour. Um, and what what came after Beast Wars again? Um, Beast Machines. Beast Machines. It's longer than that. But in G1, uh, I think on some wiki pages, um, a cycle is 93 hours because that's how long it takes for Cybertron to cycle 360 degrees. I'm I I I'm I'm not gonna get into it, but it's all over the place. But for this show, a cycle is about an hour. Uh, yeah. Well, maybe or what or whatever the episode needs it to be. What honestly, it's <laughs> it's episode to episode. Like there's key, very curious things. Like the the characters will say, "Oh, I'm like two clicks away," and you're like, "Oh, two two kilometers away." I guess. No, no, no. Clicks is a a time frame, and clicks are minutes. <laughs> Yeah, isn't it click like ten minutes or something like that? Two, two minutes. I, like I'm just going from memory here, and it, and if I cared, I would bring up the the wiki and go through it with you now. But I've done that <laughs> so many times that it's just I, I don't care anymore. Uh, <laughs> in future episodes, we we will have fun talking about. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we spent many cycles making this. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> yeah, the, the it changes it took, episode to episode. It took an entire Saturday afternoon. <laughs> Cheers! <laughs> an entire Saturday afternoon ruined. I could have been scrapbooking. Cheers! <laughs> uh, spoilers for um, uh, episode <laughs> episode twelve: Dark Designs. <laughs> Yes, there, there, there's spoilers. Something took it a certain amount of time, which we don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> but a certain invention took a certain amount of time that took many cycles. And and uh, we we had fun with it. <laughs> yes. We'll see you in the future. In the future past. Yeah, so... Um, Just like the Maximals and the planet they're on. The future past. Yeah, speaking of future past, uh, now it is Optimus' turn to be Big Brain. And as they're staring at this alien pod in front of him, he goes, huh, looks like somebody answered the signal. But who? (laughs) And so what I was laughing about earlier when you were talking was Optimus getting shot. Oh, I just reached that part. (laughs) Holy shit, does he get shot. Uh, Yeah, listeners, like... Waspinator? Uh, what the fuck? Wait. Yeah. Waspinator and Megatron are here. Yep. And they sneak attacked Optimus. Yep. Wait, and, uh, how did how did they get here at the same time? I don't know, but Optimus gets uh, <laughs> shot out of nowhere and just like blows back and lands and Come, just doesn't even move. He's just fucking <laughs> dead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a um, uh, it's a hilarious visual. Actually, this could be really good uh, show art as well. Honestly, He's just sleeping. <laughs> and like the pose that Dinobot is in in this screenshot. Oh yeah, that's man. Holy shit, does he get shot? 
Like Dinobot doesn't even know what to think. <laughs> uh, listeners, uh, half especially as the this podcast goes on, um, a lot of the fun that uh, we end up having as we're listening is finding hilarious shots to make the uh, the show art for the episode, or just upload into memes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, this uh, this shot is is no different. Uh, anyway, so uh, Megatron and Waspinator show up, and Megatron's basically just like, well, whatever this thing is, it's ours, bitch. Yeah, basically. And so he transforms, Dinobot transforms, and... Uh, 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 the... And then they talk it out peacefully. Yeah, no, no the... <laughs> the the pod starts charging up like starts glowing and making this like charging up noise and then lets out this kind of wave that uh starts shorting all of the the transformers out and in this like kind of horrifying visual they just have light white light emitting from their eyes and mouths just oh, shooting so out it, it shoots a wave out of the pod yeah, almost like energon, like energy wave, but yeah. white instead. But what? Holy shit! So what is happening here? Because white, like fire, like erupts out of all of their eyes and mouths, and they immediately fall into um, what's it called? Stasis lock, presumably. Yeah, but in like a, a blast, like a plasma bolt shoots out of the pod and just hits Optimus and he disintegrates as he's screaming in pain. <laughs> yeah. He's vaporized. Um, interesting to note. Uh, he is the only one who is in beast form and he is the one that the, uh, the probe chose to seemingly vaporize. Yeah. And the others just kind of what get passed out. Yeah. It's almost like they're sapped of their, their energy. Because Dinobot's eyes fade as he passes out, and he awakens um, back in the maximal base. Yep. And uh, what's up things, with that? Things are a little foggy for him. And he flips out. He's in beast form in the CR chamber. And he flips out and is all like, Maximal torture chamber. <laughs> and then leaps out uh onto rat trap hilariously enough <laughs> runs yeah, away <laughs> kind of like gets ready to to fight yeah and rat trap's like geez what's their back and forth it's funny uh, yeah rat trap's basically like oh my god why i'm right there oh i like how he roars and he like moves his hands like he's like a, a predator, like caught, or sorry, uh, like he's an animal caught in a corner, <laughs> screaming. Yeah. yeah, Cheetor is basically like, whoa, whoa, dude, calm down. You're on our side now. Right, yeah. And, and... and Dinobot's like, oh, right. And Rattrap's like, and Maximals don't have torture chambers. Yeah. Though, though you know, I could get behind that idea. <laughs> I feel like uh, if anybody was could be a Predacon, it's Rat Trap. Maybe he'll get the chance someday. 
Maybe he'll get the chance someday. Maybe uh maybe Cheetor and Rhinox will will get the chance someday. Well, maybe. We'll we'll see. <laughs> maybe Dinobot will get the chance someday. Oh, maybe wait. he's already had that. <laughs> <laughs> His time has come. Yeah, and as they're like settling down and talking it out, Rhinox says, "We found you dumped in front of the command base hatch, which is, I guess, what they call that elevator, that little the lift. elevator platform." Yeah, yeah. So and I'm like, how, how, yeah. how did Dinobot get back? Did the did the probe send him back? If so, well, why? It's suggesting that it sent him back to his base somehow. I don't know how or why. Yeah. Like, teleport him? Like, let, let's assume that Optimus isn't dead, and he was, like, teleported somehow. Yeah. Maybe it shot a teleportation bolt at Dinobot and teleported him to where it... Um, where Dinobot, like, knew... Yeah, yeah I don't know. What the fuck? But so... why dot gif? <laughs> yeah, but why? <laughs> I, but why? And, and did it teleport the the Predacons? Or did it just leave them out to try? We'll find uh, out, I, I guess. Yes, this this episode will answer those questions. Yes, it will. Uh, speaking of answering questions, uh, Dinobot's all like, oh, Optimus, where's Optimus? And then Rhinox is like, or uh, I don't know, one of the other Mac, Rhinox, Rattrap, Cheetor, any and all of the above are like, hey, we were hoping you could tell us. And then Dinobot is basically like, oh, right, Optimus Primal was terminated. And uh, they all gasp, and Rattrap kind of raises an eyebrow, and Dinobot fills them in on the fact that, like, an alien probe landed at the Standing Stones, and emitted a uh, beam of light at Optimus, and then he vanished. Well, he yeah, was transforming. He gives them the he gives them the the rundown. Yeah. And again, I'm like, where? Wh- why wasn't? Why weren't all of you there? That that feels really important. Like, for example, let's say Dinobot was decommissioned or injured or something and needed time to recover. Like yeah. They just sit around wondering where Optimus is. <laughs> ah, whatever. That is a very small plot hole. And what I may find many, many bigger ones <laughs> going forward. Some would say that's my specialty, to pick apart children's TV shows from the 90s. Speaking of which, Rhinox is all like, wait a minute, why was he transforming? And I'm like, I don't know, why wouldn't he be? Like, you guys transform all the time. Huh. <laughs> Yeah, and so they're trying to uh, decide on who who's going to lead the Maximals in Optimus's absence. Yeah, and, and before Dino- Rat Trap and yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Dinobot kind of just uh, takes charge and starts barking orders, and Rat Trap doesn't really like that very much, and he's all like, "Whoa, whoa, who m- died and made you prime scale belly?" Yeah, and uh, Dinobot's basically just like me, big strong man, most powerful. <laughs> Yeah, and despite the fact that he has like two very dangerous like like close quarters weapons inside here, and 
Rat Trap like still like marches up to it. Man, I I'm surprised. I'm I'm amazed at like like I've said in the past episode at his immense rat balls <laughs> he has because he just marches right up to to Dinobot ready to to scrap it out, and uh, Rhinox intervenes. And he's like, hey, we settle this the maximal way. We're not Predacons here. <laughs> yeah, we settle it the maximal way by secret ballot. And I'm like, what? <laughs> okay. Yep, yeah. yeah, we, over here at the maximal base, we drink beer and cast ballots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Seems legit. Yep. Yeah. So we we cut to the uh, the the Predacon base and Megatron's like in this kind of hot tub type thing, hot tub heel machine, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting getting those heels, but he's roaring. Kind of cool looking. They've got like e- like energy heel pools. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he that means he's he's cured, much like the. Uh, the healing chamber that the Maximals have, they have like these tanks that the Predacons can can heal in. Yeah. Uh yeah, so him and uh um Waspinator get raised out of the, the hot tub heal machines and uh Scorpinox very happy. He is. You wanna you wanna <laughs> you wanna take it away? If um people haven't picked up uh on the show yet. Megatron's like right hand man is uh Scorpinox. And as soon as he comes out of the tank, uh Scorpinox's like Megatron back! Megatron back! Megatron alive, fearless leader. Scorp- <laughs> Scorpinox alone with Tarantulas and Pterosaur. Very bad. Oh, very bad. <laughs> very, very bad. <laughs> <sighs> Scorpinock no like <laughs> no like spider oh Everybody man home yeah Tarantulas is there yeah Tarantulas is kind of just there chilling out and it's like you and Waspinator were returned to us very damaged so I guess presumably they just... Oh, God. Uh, sorry. Uh, I'm watching the bit of the episode where they're leaving the base and, like, Tarantulas just scurries across the screen. <laughs> Very spider-like. And, uh, listeners, uh, Christopher is extremely arachnophobic and hates spiders. Oh, wow. So, That's uh, fast and eerie. Yeah, and it, like, yeah. moves towards the ca- the where the camera's situated. Yeah, I've never not. seen him move that fast on the show. Wow. Yeah. Uh, oh, he do, does it twice. Do not like. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, right. sorry. He scat. He moves across the screen like three times, like very quickly. Yeah. So if um, if you like to uh, T Rexes talking to themselves and wiggling their little T Rex hands, the show is for you. However, <laughs> if you don't like spiders doing gross shit. Um, maybe not. Maybe not because, like, let us preemptively warn you: there's a lot of very creepy spider serial killer shit on this on this series. I mean, if you're listening to us, you probably know that, but 
if you're rewatching this as an adult alongside us, be you'll it surprised me. Like when you're a kid, you're like, haha, oh whatever, creepy spider. But as an adult, you're like, oh wow, like this guy's evil. I don't like him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Megatron is basically like Cheers, I remember now. Optimus Primal terminated. And so he's like basically like uh with Optimus out of the way, the Maximals are going to like bicker about who's going to uh to lead them, and this is the perfect opportunity to strike. Mm-hmm. And I guess he's kind of kind of right. Cheers. <laughs> because when we <laughs> because when we cut back to the Axelon, which is the uh Maximal base. Uh, they're counting anonymous ballots. Yep. And um, Rhinox is reading it off of a tablet. And he's like, one vote for Rat Trap. And Rat Trap looks all smug and has his hand on his hips, hands on his hips. And uh, he's like, and one vote for Dinobot. And Dinobot, like, kind of smirks. <laughs> One more vote for Rat Trap, and and then he kind of like sinks his shoulders and like looks sad and sighs, <laughs> and he goes, "Another vote for Dinobot. It's a tie." And, and Rat like, Trap flips out immediately, and he's like, "Hey, which one of you traitors voted for the Predacon?" Right. So, so who? I think it was Cheetor. Rhinox is like Rat Trap's best friend. He's probably going to vote for for Rat Trap, and Cheetor has always liked Dinobot. Yeah, but uh, I guess maybe not to. And Rat to Trap point. has been kind of like antagonistic on the show thus far toward so Cheetor, yeah, to, and Optimus, right? Like when yeah. Cheetor needed help, Rat Trap wasn't there. So if their only interaction has been what we've seen on the show. Rat Trap's kind of been a shithead. Yeah, maybe maybe Cheetor wasn't necessarily voting for Dinobot. He was just voting against Rat Trap. That that's fair. Sometimes <laughs> when a vote comes up, right? You have to vote the lesser of two evils. Uh yeah. Um yeah, I'm going to leave that one alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Carrying on. It's a tie. <laughs> and I love Dinobot's reaction here. He's just like laughing. He's like got his hand on his chest, just like la- like belly laughing. And oh, he's he like is quite the guffaw. He's like, ho, 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 great system, your democracy. <laughs> <laughs> like a weird, like dictator. Yeah. Mocking voting. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, No mechanism to break a tie. (laughs) I got your mechanism right here. Uh, Although, I guess this means that, like, uh, you know what would be funny is if, like, Dinobot voted for Rattrap and Rattrap voted for Dinobot just to be, like, contrarian <laughs> well what if dinobot voted for rat trap 
Sorry, what if Rat Trap voted for Dinobot and Dinobot voted for Dinobot? And the other oh, two oh, voted shit. for Rat Trap and Rat Trap knew that and he did that just to stir up shit. That does seem like a Rat Trap thing to do. Doesn't doesn't Because <laughs> <laughs> he knew that the other two would vote for him, so he's like, eh, I'm gonna vote for Dinobot. Um so they so they bicker back and forth and Dinobot literally flips tables. Oh, yes, what uh we will um starts to recognize is that this round console table in the center of the uh the bridge um or the dining table as I may begin to call it. Uh that gets flipped a lot. <laughs> it gets blown up a lot. It's uh oh, it's got clasps on the bottom. It's meant to be flipped. How how wonderful. I never noticed it before. They uh, and, clearly, uh yeah. Clearly they anticipate uh these kind of situations. Yeah, and the table's flipped and Dinobot's like, I'll take become leader if by for or by force if necessary, and uh he eye lasers rat trap. Like <laughs> doesn't even have his guns out, he just Eye lasers him right across the room. Out yep. cold. <laughs> yep. And he is, uh, looks like he's about to take on Cheetor and Rhinox. And then all of a sudden, the voice of Optimus Primal from beyond yeah. the grave. So through it's the, coming uh, the through console. their. Yeah. What's up with that? That's something cool. that looks like kind of like an old timey microphone. It really does. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so Optimus is basically just like, uh, I have no body. Um, and I must my... scream. <laughs> <laughs> I have no body and I must flex. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, he is a gorilla after all. He doesn't even need to. He's just shredded. Um. Yeah, so he's like, yeah, I have no body, but my uh, my my mind and consciousness and yada yada yada. Uh, this is before uh, the concept of a spark was introduced in the show. Um, yeah, he's like, I'm I'm existing somehow, but like outside of my body, inside the alien probe. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so he's aware enough that he knows he's inside the probe. I like how his communications sensor still work though even though he has no body yeah i'm wondering if the the probe is letting him communicate wait that's a good point if he has no physical robot body how i whatever all of these questions and more will be answered by the end of the episode i'm sure right uh we can only hope Uh, so yeah, Optimus is like, you need to come save me. Rat Trap, you're in charge. I'm s- yeah. I'm sure you settled the, the chain of command peacefully. <laughs> <laughs> he just knows. Yeah. They're going to be, uh, they're going to be arguing about it. And then who shows up to shoot the, the base? It's the uh, Predacons. The pre- and then Pred- Predacon attack. Uh, Megatron is uh, mouth lasering the base, and he's got this big, like, teeth bearing grin <laughs> on his face. This is when we notice that there is like an energy shield around the Axelon. Yeah, 
Yeah, so it does repel like missiles and like energy weapons to some extent. And it only kind of like becomes visible as it's like deflecting shots, it seems. And so uh Dinobot is like to Rat Trap, he's like, well, Commander. And Rat Trap's like, Yeah, well we're uh 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 we're we're scrapped if we stay inside. Uh uh Prepare for a sortie. A sortie. Throws a finger up into the air. Yeah, like, prepare for a sortie. And so you knew you knew what this word meant? Yep. So, when, yeah, But I do, I do not. <laughs> so I know what a sortie is from playing Metal Gear Solid Five. Came out back in 2015. Uh, listeners, uh, I'm a big Metal Gear fan. That is uh, another thing that may come into play in this show as we go on. Um, but in the mission loadout screen, in every level of Metal Gear Solid Five, you can like choose your your equipment, your vehicles, your companion, yada yada yada. And when you go to start mission. It will a prompt will come up that will say something along the lines of uh, uh, equip selections and uh, engage in sortie or something like that. And so I remember like years ago being like, "What the hell is a sortie?" So I looked it up, and a sortie is a military operation. Which is like a counter-strike from like an enclosed location or a base, right? Yes. I like how uh, Rat Trap's like, prepare for a sortie. And Dinobot, just to be a contrarian dick, is like, a full frontal assault? That's mad! And I'm like, dude, <laughs> you always want to fight. You always want to do a full frontal assault. And now that like Rat Trap is like, recommending the thing that you would have done you're oh it's crazy <laughs> <laughs> whoa there buddy yeah and rhinox is like no rat traps right we'll be buried in here let's go and rat traps like is like no rhinox you gotta get to work on making a doodad to get optimus out of that probe <laughs> he's like what <laughs> uh make a okay <laughs> i guess i'll do a science I'm going to uh, give it a maximal try. <laughs> so, yeah, speaking of maximal try, it's kind of like when you're like playing a game and you don't have a party that's fully like rounded out. Like everybody's a fighter and nobody's like a cleric or a mage. So somebody has to like um prestige class or or d- duo class something. I feel like Rhinox is the begrudging scientist of the group. Yeah. Because he makes a lot of devices and like what? Like 20% of them work? Like one out of five? <laughs> well, I, I guess we'll see. It's <laughs> I the, guess we'll it, see how many work. It's the it's the process of invention, okay. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you they, have to break some eggs if you want to uh Scramble a pred head. <laughs> if you want to scramble a Predacon omelet, 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. So a Predacon so, and pterodactyl sausage omelet. Right. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, so this is strange. Even though they've been firing at the 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 base this whole time, as the Maximals descend in that uh, elevator, the 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 platform, they're they're all just there, and all of the Predacon like lasers and missiles make like a smoke screen as they try to shoot at them, and they either hit the ground or the energy shields block them. And that kind of obscures the Maximals' view. And the Maximals come running out of the smoke, all dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Running dramatic toward like. the camera. <laughs> yeah, dramatic rock music is playing, and Megatron's like, oh, they've come to meet their death face to face. Cheers. And uh, Dinobot and uh, Megatron are charging toward one another. And then Dinobot leaps into the air and like flying fucking super kicks Megatron right in the face. Yeah, like Liu Kang, like, what the like, like he's he he's in the air for like four seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he flying Liu Kang kicks. Megatron out right in the head and he, he completely knocked on his ass. Like, unmoving. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. Damn. Dinobot got some moves. I feel like you shouldn't get close to Dinobot. Like, that's his strength. Yes, he is a close quarters combat, hand-to-hand warrior. Yeah, so maybe maybe shoot him from afar. Oh, but he's got eye lasers. True. The, the, there has never been a moment where eye lasers does not make a situation better. <laughs> uh, and uh, back inside the Axelon, as like everything's rumbling and there's explosions. Oh, I forgot. The other two Maximals, Rat Trap and Cheetor, they duck behind a rock, as they uh, they are known the, to do. Yeah, the, the classic Maximal maneuver. I'm just going to start calling it the Maximal maneuver now. <laughs> The maximal maneuver, yeah. <laughs> it's a strategic repositioning behind rocks. Yeah. Yeah, and Rhinox is in the base, and miraculously, he already has some crazy sci-fi doodad, like, in the works. Yeah. yeah. And he's, like, grumbling to himself. He's like, oh, make an alien, make a device to extract Optimus from the alien probe. Man, I gotta be a miracle worker. <laughs> and then it, uh, the screen like rumbles and like he drops the thing and like it breaks apart and he's all <laughs> like he face palms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, fair. And back outside, <laughs> um, Dinobot being honorable allows Megatron to get back to his feet. Could have just, hey. you know. Okay, wait a minute. Like, so how the fuck would Rhinox even know where to begin? Which, and to be fair, he doesn't really. But like, how would he even know where to begin to make a device to extract Optimus from this alien probe? He knows nothing about it. Not only that, they he knows nothing. They don't about know the how. They don't. They like these. These are living beings. 
right? These transformers. Yeah. Presumably, they cannot exist, as far as their science knows, they cannot exist without their body to some extent. They can be knocked in pieces, as we will see in, in future episodes. They can be knocked in pieces and, like, put back together and gain consciousness again. But, like, you can't be disintegrated and, like, have your energy, like, survive. At least not, it doesn't seem like they they know how to do that. So, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Where would even begin? Yeah. That'd be like, I have to make a device to extract, extract Optimus's soul from this alien probe. Yeah, and meanwhile, like, I don't know what state his life force is in. I don't know what this probe is made of. I don't know the relationship uh, Optimus's like life force is with this probe as oh, and he's inside of it. And point number four, to add on to your points, what would you do if you did extract him? What would you put him in? Where would you put him? Would you even be able to speak with him? You would put him in a potato. <laughs> State-of-the-art potato. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like a little like like potato like carved to look like Optimus's head. It, you would you would uh, put him on a potato and put like little <laughs> like uh, computer components sticking in. Oh yeah, it. there you go. If I've learned anything from grade eight science, it's that something about salt water and potato and electricity. <laughs> I, I I was actually trying to reference a uh, portal two there. Oh, the, okay. <laughs> And uh, speaking of potato, <laughs> uh, we get some fisticuffs with Megatron and Dinobot as they, like, sword slash dinosaur head fight. Yeah, and uh, this is the first of many hand-to-hand battles we'll see between Dinobot and Megatron. Uh, and they are nice. Yeah, they are. They're always, like, very hard-hitting. Um they definitely oh, get better. Dinobots disarmed. Yeah. They definitely get, get better, better as the the show goes on, but like this is a good start. Good first good first try. It is. Yeah, like Megatron is just kind of like hammering on Dinobot and Dinobot's like blocking with his like sword. Like a samurai deflecting blows and eventually Megatron and his just, biceps. And and his biceps, that's right. <laughs> and eventually Megatron does disarm Dinobot's sword but he still has eye lasers he pu- he has eye lasers he like punches him in the gut and then delivers like a falcon kick and like knees him megatron in the face and then engages in some fisticuffs of his own like just look at these combos beautiful and i like how none of the other predacons are helping him <laughs> i just realized that they're shooting at the fucking base where the shields are still blocking him yeah. And uh Rattrap looks over at the elevator platform which for some reason has a uh digital screen on it that shows a readout of the state of the shield. Yeah. And it looks like the shield is like losing energy. Yeah, and he uh he 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 tells Dinobot uh that the shield's failing. And to get it back online. And 
uh, Dinobots, <laughs> like, he's, like, trying to hold off uh, Megatron's, like, T-Rex arm. Yeah. He's trying to, like, bite his face. <laughs> and he's just like, I am currently engaged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm I'm kind of with Dinobot on that one. Absolutely. Like, how are you going... <laughs> How are you going to like repower the shields and get to that console if you're shot in the back or like bitten? Yeah. And really like Dinobot keeping mega uh I almost said megabyte. <laughs> uh Megatron uh preoccupied uh I think is better for everyone in this situation because like yeah. neither Rat Trap nor Cheetor with their powers combined could step no. to Megatron. <laughs> no, I, I think it's it's Optimus and Dinobot. And Rhinox. And Rhinox, yeah. But uh yeah, it's yeah. And then saying out loud, like the smart leader he is, <laughs> Rat Trap is like, well one more missile hits our shields and they're gone for good. And I'm like, dude, don't don't yell that to everybody. Yeah. And indeed, Pterosaur like zips up and uh-huh. uh, his gun looks way bigger than usual in this shot. Let's see. Yes, it do. Much, much, much bigger. <laughs> like the size of his torso. Wow. Yeah. And uh after possibly hearing Rat Trap. Um, he starts shooting at the base and Rat Trap does sprints towards the platform. Again, you have a problem with this and I never even thought about it until you brought it up, but like, why? Anyways. Why is is the shield control on the elevator platform? (laughs) And why is it necessary for him to reach it in order to restore the shields? Yeah, what is him like putting his hand on a big what is, red button. What is him like placing palm on reader going, going to do like, what is that going to do for the shield strength? Uh, well, as he dives for it and the shields are going down and pterosaurs, uh, blasters are about to destroy part of the ship. Rat trap, rat trap action rolls, presses the button just in time. And all like the the little red the bars that had gone red, as it showed it depowering, as he slams the 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 console with, with his palm, they all just like go green again, as if he just like reset the the energy for it. I divert it it. <laughs> divert power from the deflector dish. I was gonna say maybe it's kind of like using a backup battery or taking power from something else. But the thing is, Rhinox is inside on the bridge. Yeah, but he's busy building a doohickey. He could have sat in front of the (laughs) button and pressed it every once in a while as needed. I, Hey, hey, you don't know. (laughs) Uh, this doohickey has Rhinox full attention. That's true. It's, it's, uh, to drive, the conflict and nothing more. Yeah. Or maybe something went wrong and it needed a, I don't know. Yeah. Deflect over, the power. We're overthinking this. Whatever. He got to it just <laughs> in time and the shields go back up and um 
Rat trap, or is it or is it Cheetor? Shoots Pterosaur out of the air. This is hilarious. So Megatron has Dinobot, like like his right hand is the T Rex head, right? Yeah. He has Dinobot's left arm, like he's biting into his left arm, just <laughs> kind of whacking him with his other hand. And Dinobot's like in like like in in great futility, like like just trying to fight back and escape. And I'm like, uh oh. But lest we forget Perhaps you forgot about eye lasers <laughs> and the fucking eye lasers, Megatron, and like not even a little. Like if it glances you, it seems to like just kind of like hurt a bit. But when he takes it, the whole thing, he kind of stumbles back a bit, and then he goes airborne. Like he flies fifty feet backwards. So, is it? Uh... Not enough eye lasers. lasers, sufficient eye lasers, or too much eye lasers. Well, I'm going to stop you right there, <laughs> because there's no such thing as too much eye lasers. <laughs> uh, oh, wait a second. Last episode, there was too much eye lasers. Was there? It wasn't there. Remember when he got like laser happy and he started firing as um, Waspinator and Pterosaur? were like oh, retreating. Right, right. And he and caused he... kind of a mini cave in. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So that was too much eye lasers, but this is a sufficient amount. <laughs> uh on the on the uh on the oh, eye laser yeah. scale. <laughs> yeah. I will rarely ever say too much eye laser. <laughs> and uh the 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 Predacons are kind of like getting their butt kicked and Tarantulas is like, I suggest we withdraw, Megatron. He, yeah, the true and... prize and reinforcements await us at the Standing Stones. And <laughs> like, how is like, what is the true prize? They don't even know what the fucking probe is. No, they thought it was a um, uh, stasis pod. Like they wrongfully assessed that it was a maximal stasis pod. Oh, right. Hasn't it been ascertained, though, that it isn't? Well, the Maximals know that. Oh, wait. Yeah, you're you're right. Yeah, because you know it's an alien probe. Yeah, because remember it like it fucked. They went and met up with it and then it fucked them up. So why is that the truth? Okay, so here's my theory. (laughs) So Tarantulas knows that Megatron has an ego. So he's like, oh, um, we should probably withdraw Megatron. Besides, the true pr- true prize is the alien probe. And Megatron's like, oh, y- yes, the alien probe. Ha, huh, yes. we don't even need to be here. Withdraw <laughs> at once. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> as, they, as they're running away. I don't remember why we even came. No, we d- we don't we didn't even want to come here anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and as uh, Pterosaur like flies off, and um, Tarantulas is beside him, and Megatron, Scorpionox's not there, and Waspinator's not there. Yeah, so th- uh, yeah, Tarantulas <laughs> mentioned uh, that reinforcements await them at the the Standing Stones. So that's where Waspinator and Scorpionox are. Presumably, the other two are fucking around near the probe. Yeah. Yeah. 
I also like to think that Megatron basically is just like, hmm, the gold shiny thing from the sky awaits us there. I don't know what it is, no, but I do know that the Maximals don't have it. <laughs> nana nana boo boo. <laughs> Looks like the probe will be mine. Or in the very least, I can explode it. <laughs> so you can't have it. <laughs> <laughs> uh basically yeah uh and in case the viewer forgot uh the maximals begin shorting out and rat trap's like eh, we've been in robot mode too long beast mode yeah you know you have to remind the kids that they can uh they need to they can only stay in the robot forms for so long even yeah, cheetor I... even cheetor is well... like like we needed you to point that out which is pretty funny, but also it's kind like, of self-referential, yeah. It, it, yeah, it's some meta humor, but I, I also kind of get it though, because it's like really this is only the third episode, like yeah. And... If you're just, just catching, like, catching it. this show for the first time, I'm and you're like, wait, well, everyone's gonna want to go. Oh, there's uh, Energon build up quick change back to beast mode it kind of reinforces just to, just to make sure uh just to make sure kids are all caught up all well up how, how all else this. can you remember what your favorite uh toy is so when you when you get out the uh the Sears Christmas wish book, you know which uh, exactly which toys to circle. <laughs> no, no, the one that says Dinobot Mom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I guess the, that's that's kind of like so the, the, the Pokemon technique. So the T-Rex, right? You mean the T-Rex? <laughs> no, I mean Dinobot. Why is, want, why is the... <laughs> you want the Dinobot? The T-Rex! <laughs> Yeah, he's a dinosaur. Why is the mom in this scenario Jewish? <laughs> Why does she have like a like an East Coast like like New York Jewish mother accent? Uh, because reasons. Little Danny said he wants a dinosaur. They're all dinosaurs. <laughs> does he want the pterodactyl? <laughs> oh God. Can you imagine getting Pterosaur <laughs> instead of anything else? I used to have the toy of Pterosaur. That toy sucked. But it wasn't your first choice, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I got you this one named Grimlock. <laughs> He's not even on the show. Hey, what do you want, these kids and their toys? Yeah, yeah. What do you, I mean? I I got them at the Goodwill, you know. It, it's uh, I got a real good deal on it. <laughs> this is a toy from Generation One, Dad. Yeah, it'll probably be worth more. <laughs> <laughs> but kids don't care. They want to rip it out of the package and like smack them into each other and do voices. You say kids. But what, what we uh, mean is 25-year-old Christopher. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, I am like two weeks shy of being 36, and uh, that's still what I want to do with those toys, you know? 
That's fair. Just smack them into each other and go, ah, maximize, and then spend 20 minutes transform <laughs> transforming them. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Get out my, like, Megatron and be all like, hmm, yes, the planet has energon <laughs> to myself. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me while I transform. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm just saying, like, some of those were complicated as fuck. It took more than a few seconds to transform these bastards. <laughs> Hold on, Maximals. Cheers. I need to get into robot form. And the I... part where my hand becomes my head is really complicated. <laughs> I, I will try to be under two minutes. Cheers. <laughs> Uh, you know how, like in the in like the army, like you you do those timed like sessions where you like completely take apart, disassemble, and then like put back together your gun, like your rifle, M16 oh, or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I imagine just like siblings, like with their hands flat on the table, and then go, and they like grab like their transformer and like frantically begin trying to like spin it and transform it into its robot form and back. When some I would, sort of competition. I, I'm sure that is actually a thing, like transformer tr- transforming oh, competitions. God. I never even. It's got to it be. be. <laughs> like you no, go to no, like no. you go to like transformers conventions. I'm sure there's like like there are tables of people like competing against one another to transform like super complex toys, and like other people like take bets. Because underground, people... underground Transformers competitions. Okay, so if people don't do this, they should. <laughs> I don't. I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> if people don't do it, they should. Yes, and it's a video of how fast you can transform your Transformers. Well, some of them were like three pieces, right? Like well, bada the... bing, bada boom. Well, the yeah, bada bing, bada boom, yeah. You know, your uh, head turns into your chest, and uh, boom, you're done. Speaking of transforming robots, <laughs> uh, all the Maximals transform into beast mode. Listen, you you come for the Beast Wars, and you stay for the uh, the mildly um, <laughs> the mildly offensive <laughs> accents, and, and for for jokes that are. You know, funny for regular guys, but not like Stephen Colbert level. No, of humor. Oh God, there's some future <laughs> tipping our hat. <laughs> uh, I gotta stop doing that. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so yeah, speaking of transforming uh, Maximals, Cheetor, Rat Trap, Dinobot, they they transform back to beast mode, and um, in an amazing like display of um like eat in in an emotional display of of weakness or gratitude dinobot actually says oh um i apologize um for not following your orders but you were selfless in putting that shield back online and i should have followed your command which i, I get like, but i mean like he was kind of busy like Dinobot True. was kind of occupied. Like I don't but feel like he could have gotten out of that situation. I, I don't think so either. But Rat Trap did pull off some some John Wick shit. 
Like he he was dodging shots as he ran across no man's land. Cheetor covered him, but uh, he was getting shot at by Pterosaur, and he like did an action dive. We I I think I forgot to mention it. Um, as he action dives, he shoots Pterosaur like out of right. the air as he like kind of like rolls over on his back and then presses the the button that he needed to. So it was pretty cool. Like if you if you hated Rat Trap in part one and two, which any reasonable person would, this is he's redeeming himself. He's getting there. Yeah. And um Dinobot's like, I, I'm dishonored because he didn't follow <laughs> orders. But Rat Trap even like is kind of like a little bit humble. He's just like, eh, uh, don't worry about it. Next time. Yeah. So that's kind of that's a nice little it's a nice little moment there. Like Dinobot actually showed some actually showed some humility and Rat Trap was like, ah, oh, don't worry about it. So yeah, they they both get points from me this episode. And a uh, little little bit of uh some planting the seeds of some uh, some character growth. Yeah, I like it. And uh, the next shot is literally we cut ahead in, in time, and all the Maximals, or the remaining Maximals, the four, uh, are at the Standing Stones. Yeah. And Rhinox has a doohickey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a he's got a bob. He he's got his little doohickey in hand, uh, ready to go. I don't even know what it looks like. It looks like a an antenna and part of a microwave with duct tape, <laughs> with some like coils on it, and <laughs> yeah, uh, it's some uh... blinking lights. <laughs> <laughs> and Rhinox is like, "Oh, I don't know if uh, this will work, but it's as ready as it's ever going to be." <laughs> and he presses a button on it. And rat traps all like, uh, oh, he's sniffing the air. Man, it's too quiet here. I thought for sure the Preds would would be making for the probe. <laughs> dun, dun. And then, and then, yeah, and then on cue, Megatron is all like, "Excellent prediction, Commander Rattrap." Yes, right. And they're just behind them. Yeah, right behind them. Like, like this is the third time on the show, the Predacons have gotten the drop on them. While they're at the stones. <laughs> Actually, the third time. Like, maybe one of you stand up on the stones and be lookout? Yeah. Yeah, all three times. Come on, guys. Yeah, like, yeah, like hey, uh, Dinobot, go uh, keep watch. Somebody, instead of gathering around the middle. Anyways, dramatic rock theme plays. And yeah. all the Preds are there. And, all five uh, of them. They and they're shooting. Fire. And speaking of rocks, the old maximal maneuver once again. They all miss. Oh, Rat Trap's gun is shooting like an automatic weapon instead of the plasma blaster. It's going do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Like... Yeah, huh, he's... cool. He's did got you notice on that? An alt fire. I did not. Yeah, it's like an alt alternative fire, like like burst fire rather than like the single shot. Huh, Cool. So, uh, yeah, he's like, uh, Rhinox, get Optimus out of that probe. And, yeah. Uh, uh, Rhinox radios Optimus, and he's like, 
He's like, yo, boss, can you hear me? And Optimus is like, loud and clear, big guy. Yeah, I'm amazed and, that they're able to radio him. Yeah. Again, <laughs> he has no body. So how is uh, radio transmission going down here? I We, we will never know. <laughs> we will never know. <laughs> and, uh, he starts pointing the doohickey at the, the probe and like... I don't know, waving it in front of it. <laughs> and for some reason, I don't know why they weren't in the air already. Megatron turns to Waspinator and like nudges him and points up in the air. And Waspinator like salutes and then flies. Or no, he doesn't fly. He like runs nope. around. Yep. Like goes to sneak up behind them or something like that. Yep. Oh, but he, but he, he can fly. <laughs> I know. So I, the, so I the flyer. Like Whatever. Okay. The flyer is not playing to his strengths here. <laughs> I like how sneaky he is. I expected there to be like do 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 like the twinkle toe like sound of cartoon sound effect. Yeah. Um. Uh, fun fact that is actually known as Mickey Mousing. Oh, is is that actually called Mickey Mousing? Yep. Huh. I'll have to remember that because I feel like we're gonna see that again on the show. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, uh, it's really common in, like, old-timey cartoons, specifically, like, uh, old Mickey Mouse cartoons. Um, where, to signify sneaking. Yeah, when characters would, like, tiptoe. Yeah. Uh, the music would be like, doom, 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 doom. And then when they would speed up, the music would speed up. And then if they yeah. would start running, then the music would get, like, really rousing. Yeah, Mickey Mousing. Oh, cool. Today I learned. Uh, speaking of Mickey Mousing, Waspinator like gets up behind where all the Maximals are, and he's like, "What? What would you say? Twenty feet? Yeah, I'm gonna say twenty feet." So he has clear line of sight and an easy shot on all of them from where he is. But yeah. instead, he he goes out from behind his cover and tries to get closer. Like he's going for like a uh, like a Metal Gear Solid like <laughs> like takedown or something. Like he's gonna grab Rhinox behind like like the back and like tap square and make him go. <laughs> or he's going for like an Assassin's Creed like hidden blade kill. <laughs> <laughs> for the for the listeners, we will never ever reference Metal Gear Solid again on the show. Never. You, I'm giving you my Predacon promise. And <laughs> I'm one. giving you the uh, the old maximal try that Assassin's Creed will never come up again. Yes. <laughs> uh, so what, what do we got here? We got Waspinator sneaking up and uh, Rhinox saying uh, Yeah, so Waspinator Auditore di, So Waspinator Auditore di Firenze <laughs> Well, he's certainly trying. <laughs> uh, is sneaking what is Rhinox up. saying here? Um, there's stable energon radiation coming from the probe. Oh, I didn't catch that before. Oh yeah, he's like he's like oh, it's as if this whole place is a single device. Hmm, the entire structure is a single device. Hmm. Yeah, and then very clearly, <laughs> this is hilarious. He looks up. After he like presses some buttons on that weird device, and in the reflection of the probe, the probe like it's just hovering in front of him, he can see Waspinator sneaking up behind him. Yeah. <laughs> and um, his eye, 
his eye turns to look back. And uh, is this the first time we see this weapon, by the way? I, I think, think so. I think so. Yeah. So Rhinox like whips around, and he's holding this giant like. What? How do I describe this? Okay, so it's a cha- it's chain gun with four barrels, and it spins, and it shoots bullets, much like Tarantulus's legs shoot bullets, right? So but it also, of... yeah, what spins looks like a uh, saw blade. A, yeah, a buzz saw blade. But there's also like a mace, like like you know, like a a spiked like medieval mace. Yeah. There's like two balls on his gun that looked like a, a mace that spin alongside the blade. Have you noticed that? I'm just yep. noticing this. Is oh, yeah. that a thing? Or have I never noticed that before? No, no, I used to uh I used to have the toy of him and uh the gun that he came with looked like that, exactly like that. So if he runs out of ammo, he's still got quite the quite the weapon. Cause that thing looks brutal. Yeah. Yeah. It it looks rad. And speaking of brutal, it this this is obviously a close range gun. His, like it's very inaccurate and his whole arm is like shaking as he's firing it. But boy oh boy does he really fuck up Waspinator with it. Yeah, he just unleashes a barrage of like full auto like minigun bullet fire into Waspinator. And Waspinator is like just taking heavy damage. Oh, like, one... oh, oh, like antenna and wings are getting shot off. <laughs> one of his arms falls off. We see a brief like point of view shot and like his vision is like shorting out. Yeah, static as he's just like getting like a hell hell hellfire storm of bullets on him. Oh yeah, he does lose an arm. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And uh, Rhinox stops shooting, and his gun smokes, and uh, Waspinator's just standing there, like, groaning in pain. And as he's shorting out, this is so perplexing. So he backs up, and he bumps into one of the stones. And the stone begins to, like... All the stones begin to, like, pulsate, as if with, like, energon or electricity. And they start to glow. Yeah, just... Just like they did earlier, yeah. And then the uh, the probe opens up. Yeah, Rhinox yells, "This whole place is a single device." When I was a kid, I always thought he was saying "signal device." Oh, I see. Well, yeah. that's just what the uh, no, no. It's yeah, it's what yeah, the single. They, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's what the closed caption says. But when I was a kid, uh, I always thought he was saying uh, "signal device." Well, that makes sense, because as we'll find out in a bit, uh, it is kind of a signal device. Because as it opens, I like Megatron's face there. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen him that perplexed. Oh, well, he thinks Optimus is dead. Yeah. And wow, man, Megatron's face at the... uh, So, for people listening, um, there's a, a, a website called Tubi, TV, T-U-B-I, TV.com, and uh, Beast Wars is on there for free. So, you know, just sign up, make an account with an email, and you can watch it. That's how Christopher and I uh, watch it when we review it. And yep. uh, at the 18 minute and 40 second mark, the probe opens up and Megatron's face is... Well, I'm going to screenshot that. 
<laughs> Perhaps that will be the show art. It's very he he's very concerned. Let's say that. I really like how his teeth are not perfectly straight. It kind of makes his like teeth look more realistic. Yeah, his teeth kind of look like mine. Like they're a little bit offset here or there, and it, it kind of makes for a more interesting um because the his mouth is just black, so it kind of like frames the blackness of his mouth and uh, kind of by breaking that up rather than it just being perfectly straight like things across it kind of makes him seem more organic than robotic mm -hmm. i actually really like that and um yeah i'm screenshotting that and he looks on in terror wonder as the probe opens up holy shit there's some weird shit going on inside this probe ladies and gentlemen we get an aerial view up close what the fuck there's I don't like, even know how to describe it. Uh, so there are like insectoid like limbs inside of it and a blue and yellow like pill shell is like rotating. Like it's like the, a capsule and like moving. Wow. They had fun. We we don't get to see it very long, but they had fun animating this. Wow, all all of the parts inside are moving. It's, huh? Yeah, I don't know. I... Yeah, it's it's weird. <laughs> it's very weird. Everything's looks... moving inside. Hey, props to the uh, to the designers. It looks alien. Yeah, it looks cool. It looks alien. And um, when the sides kind of like are done opening up, um. There's a golden like beam shot up into the air, and like Optimus slowly, Optimus's silhouette slowly starts to solidify, and like a fully, like fully functional, like completely intact Optimus is reformed in Look his who's robot back. form. Look who's back and feeling prime. Yeah, and he's flying. Yeah, yeah. so I'm like, oh shit. And he uh, brings out his forearm shotgun and starts uh, blasting away at the Predacons. Boy, does he. <laughs> like, all of them. He shoots all of them, except Waspinator, who was already taken out. Yeah. And I, I understand their confusion. Suddenly, there's an airborne optimist, like, hovering there. Because <laughs> you're like, what? <laughs> so, yeah, Optimus. Optimus often, like... One-shotting a lot of people, I've noticed. Uh, that's that's one of his strengths. Yeah. More so in the uh, 1986 movie. Boy, oh boy, does Optimus one-shot people. Oh, yes. And Cheetor is like, whoa, Optimus, welcome back. And, uh, yeah, Megatron is all like, the day... And the probe are yours, Optimus. Cheers. But heed my words, or something like that. Yeah. Not beware. All, <laughs> beware. Not all aliens are beneficent. Beneficent. <laughs> yeah. Beneficent. After all. And uh, yeah. So the Predacons leave. Yeah, they just and the uh, the Maximals lit them. The Predacons yeah. just kind of, like, pick themselves up. Megatron shakes his fist, and they just walk away. <laughs> and I'm like, isn't it nice that uh, the Predacons are given the kind of 
mercy that they would never give the Maximals. I don't think the the Preds ever just let the Maximals pick themselves up and walk away. No, that's not really the Predacon way, you see. (laughs) No. I feel like the Beast Wars would have ended a lot sooner if the Maximals were less merciful. Mm. But hey, that's that's not what makes them that's what makes them good guys, right? Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, the the battle is won and Optimus says to Rat Trap, you commanded well in my absence. And uh Rat Trap's basically like, yeah, commanding sucks, especially with these assholes, so uh you can keep it. Yeah. Uh, and Optimus is like, well, I'm more worried about this probe. And then the uh the thing vanishes. Oh, whoa. Yeah, it just like slowly fades as if activating a cloaking device or as if it's like blinking out of existence because you briefly see the innards of it and then it's just gone. It's just gone, man. It's just gone. Even Cheetor is like, what the spotted heck was that all about? Wow, he actually says that. (laughs) The spotted heck. (laughs) Wow, they should have kept that. Uh... Anybody listening to the show, you're going to quickly realize that the writers will just say him like we'll just make Cheetor say like the most wildest outlandish, like weird stuff they could think of. Like they're just throwing slogan, uh, like um, catchphrases at a, at the wall and sees they're seeing what sticks. And it, it, uh, it can yeah. eventually, it can eventually be summarized with, by saying Cheetor says some Cheetor bullshit. Yeah. And because it, it happens so much that at, at that point, it's just easier to <laughs> to move uh, along. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Cheetor says some Cheetor bullshit, and uh, yeah, they're all left wondering. Optimus is like, uh, I don't know. I guess uh, they left because they found everything they needed to know about us. And uh, op or uh, Rhinox is basically like, and they know we got destructive capability. We got reason and power, and we drink beer. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um, and and Dinobot's Dinobot. like, but but why do they want to know? So Dinobot quite literally goes all Philosoraptor right here. <laughs> yeah, because he's like, but why do they want to know? And more importantly, who are they? And he like lifts a claw to his like chin, just like Philosoraptor. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Steven says friends, enemies, or something more. Yeah. Like I said, he, he literally <laughs> goes off Velociraptor. And Optimus is like, good question. I wonder when we'll find out the answer. And the camera kind of zooms out into space. Will it be next week on Beasties? Yes, it'll no doubt be next week. So yeah, there's uh there's episode three of Beasties, aka Beast Wars. Yep. Um, which is episode six on Tubi, which is the the uh, Tubi shows it in the uh, broadcast order, not the production order. Mm. So uh, there we have it. So there we have it on the uh, 
too much energon scale, we rate episodes of Beast Wars on a scale of not enough energon, which is anything from a bad episode to not that great. Uh, Sufficient Energon, which is anything from, yeah, the episode was okay, to, well, it was, you know, pretty decent. Uh, to too much Energon, which is anything from, uh, you know, that episode was actually pretty damn good, to all the way to the best episode ever. Cal, what do you rate Chain of Command? Hmm. Huh. The thing is, it it's so interesting, but it doesn't give us answers, so I can't give it too much energon. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like, it's very interesting, the whole pod, why Optimus was chosen, why he was brought back. But, like, the ins and outs of the, the, the fight with Dinobot and Megatron, right? But the mm. ins and outs, the motivations, the dumb, weird things, like only sending two people to go check out the probe just little things like that it's it's a it's a it's a high sufficient amount of energon for me i'm with you on that yeah um yeah i'm also giving it a a high sufficient energon because uh yeah i like the i like all of the um uh the political stuff that was going on at the base yeah, yeah. That, the like, anonymous b- ballots. Uh, honestly, I could watch an entire episode dedicated just to that. <laughs> just to the just to the maximals like uh like calling an election. <laughs> I like to think there's like they had actually spent like an hour like kind of like preparing speeches and talking about what their platform would offer. Yeah, rat trap is all like accusing everyone of voter fraud. <laughs> uh, to keep the to keep the, the is flipping tables. <laughs> uh, to keep this uh podcast about a show from 1996 topical, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, are there any closing statements we have for the show? Uh no, just that the best way to support the show is if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, be sure to give us a five-star rating. Helps us out with discoverability. Uh, Check out our website, www.toomuchenergon.ca. It has embedded players for every episode of this show, Um, as well as uh, social media links and a bunch of other little goodies. It's a crap website, but it's all we got. And uh, if you like this podcast and you know other people who like Beast Wars, tell them about it. Tell your friends. And if you don't like this podcast, tell your enemies. (laughs) Smite them with this podcast you hate about two grown men in their 30s living in Canada talking about a cartoon from 1996. That is correct. We are recording this in 2020. Yes, we are. Amazing. Uh, A time capsule, if you will. Cheers. We will be back next time on Too Much Energon with the fourth episode in production order, which was also the 
uh, fourth episode in U.S. broadcast order, Equal Measures. Equal Measures. So keep an eye out for that. It'll be next in the podcast feed right after this one. Yeah. I have been one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. I am your other host, NeoCal. And until next time on Too Much Energon, Beast Mode. Beast Mode. Beast Mode! Beast Mode!